Begin the agony cast. Mini episode. All right, so listen, Jeremy, here's the deal. I think it's cute. We've been doing these Agony Cast episodes. You've got Andre the Giant jokes, Encyclopedia Brown jokes. It's cute that you guys make those kinds of jokes. Mm-hmm. But what I really think is that we can take the Agony Cast to a whole new level by being provocative and edgy and really getting people to think outside the box, man. Like, just encouraging critical thinking. As you know, critical thinking is at an all-time low in America. Everybody knows that, but nobody's willing to acknowledge it except for me. And what I want to do, I want to tell you things that the Department of Miseducation isn't going to tell you with its rotten-to-the-common-core curriculum. Am I right? Am I right? Mm -hmm. Listen, here's the deal. I'm going to drop some truth bombs on flyover country that's going to knock people out of their huddle house-induced stupor. Right, people are too busy, they're watching The Weakest Link, they're eating at Planet Hollywood, they don't have time to keep up with what's current, man. Right. But me, I don't even watch TV. That's how smart I am. Right. So I've got some new podcast topics. I want to be provocative, I want to be edgy, I want to rub people's faces in reality. Right. Because listeners, they are going to love being told how stupid they are. They're going to come back episode after episode to learn that they're just not that smart and they're going to come back for me to teach them critical thinking by telling them what to think and how to think. Here's the deal. Some people think in binaries, some people don't. I'm one of the people that doesn't. And so I'm going to tell people what to think. All right, so here's some of the topics I've got planned. Do you think you can handle some of these things? They're pretty edgy. They're pretty provocative. I'm going to say some things that nobody else will say. Most people haven't even thought thought before can you handle it um yeah i'm i'm excited to uh to hear what you have to say you mm-hmm. sound excited that's mm-hmm. great now, your 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 mind is open and i appreciate that because most people they shut down mm-hmm. when they hear people try to confront them with these kinds of truths okay truth number one what do you think about this for a podcast episode all right so i say something like hey america i don't think that god exists because i don't have any reason to believe in her what do you think of that, Billy Graham? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so is your point that God doesn't exist or that God is a woman? You, you don't get it. You, you don't follow, right? So I don't think that God exists because people haven't given me a reason to believe in her. Her, Jeremy. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you get it. I think it's edgy. You got to think about it. You know, it's not this black and white. It's shades of gray, thing, right. right? It's fifty shades of gray in mm-hmm. this complexity. Here, I think I think you understand. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. That is a, a truth bomb. Yeah. Oh, people aren't going to be able to handle it. That's the thing. People, the people who don't shut this podcast off because they're so offended, are going to be learning something from this mm-hmm. that I'm going to be teaching them. Right? Okay. Let's try another one. Let's deal with it. Let's get really edgy. Okay. Are you ready? Um, give me a moment. That was provocative, uh, but I think I'm okay to go now. Sure, yeah. Okay, are you ready? You look ready. Okay, mm-hmm. here's the deal. Here's the next one. This one's even edgier. I think this might, this might get us death threats, okay? But I think you and I are both willing to die for the agony cast. I that's think that's, true. 
that's pretty clear. I, there's nothing I'd rather die for than this podcast. All right, so listen, let's take a stand against radical Islam and their refusal to accept visual portrayals of the Prophet Muhammad. What I say is everybody in the Agony cast, live on the show, draws a picture of Muhammad and describes it to the audience, right? So take that, Cat Stevens. Right, okay, okay, so we'll draw pictures on a podcast. Um, what um, what would these be pictures of? Well, you could draw whatever you wanted. I mean, the whole point is to make it offense. I'm thinking mine might be Muhammad is pulling the football away from Jesus, kind of like Lucy and Charlie Brown, right? In the back, you've got Buddha dancing kind of like Woodstock from Charlie Brown. So it's sort of a Snoopy theme, you know, because I, I like Snoopy. I mean, that's critical thinkers love Snoopy. He's subversive. He's interesting, right? He's edgy. And I think bringing him and Muhammad together, if I could find a way to bring in Cousin Spike, maybe Spike is the Shia and and Snoopy is the Sunni. Right. What do you think of that? That's a good point. I mean, he does have to hitchhike to the wedding. Yeah, um, I think there's a lot of potential for growth in that. Um, it looks like you've hit on the major important religions. Yeah, um... Geez, I can't think of anything more suited to an audio medium. It's just, it's the right, it's the right way to be edgy. I mean, that's the deal. It's time for somebody's got to take a stand. That's true. On these things. And it might as well be us, right? Somebody's got to finally say something like, ISIS is bad. You know, Obama won't say that ISIS is bad, right? Hillary Clinton won't say that ISIS is bad. I'm willing to say that ISIS is bad. I don't care who gets offended by me saying that ISIS is bad. I'll say it. Right? What are you going to do about it, ISIS? Huh? Mm-hmm. You going to come to my house? You going to kick me around? Fine, fine. Yeah, that is a bold stance, um, and you're right about um, major political figures not taking a stand on the uh, validity of ISIS. I'll I'll tell it like it is. I'm tired of this PC nonsense where people won't admit that ISIS is is bad. Yeah, that's the deal. They are coddled. Yes, it's true. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, and speaking of political figures, so this one is really going to blow your mind. Are you ready? Sit down. All right. Give me... All right, I'm seated. Okay, sit, sit, plant yourself firmly in your chair. Barack Obama wasn't born in the U.S., not qualified to be president of the United States. Okay. Go on. The, the, that's it. That I went on. That's that's it. That's the provocative statement. You're right. That's okay. That's true. Um, you do win. Um, you know, it's it's funny. I, I I think I've heard something about this before. Um, oh, you haven't heard this before. Nobody's willing to say it. That's you're right. You're right. I'm I'm mistaken. Where was he born? Um, I think he was born in Hawaii. That's right. Um, which I think does technically make him an American citizen. No, no, it doesn't. See, that you're right. He was born in Hawaii, not contiguous United States, not qualified to be president, right? I you see. have to be of born course. in the contiguous United States to be qualified. That's, have you read the Constitution? That's, ah. It's somewhere in the back. you got to read the whole That's Constitution. Right. Okay. Right? Not everybody knows the Constitution like I do. That, but, okay. yeah, the Founding Fathers did not consider islands to be part of the United States. Fact. Okay. So... Yeah. Nantucket, the Keys, those are nomads. Well, that's why Wings is so subversive, because it's not considered part of the United States. You can see that undercurrent of humor running through the entire sitcom. 
That's, right. That's one of the reasons that I love it. Most Americans didn't embrace it because of that subversive element. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that's blowing my mind. I'm, I'm I'm wondering about what Roy was really doing with Aeromass then. It, it was a no man's land. I mean, that's the deal. I can see from your face that your mind is blown. Yeah. I can hear it smuggling, in your voice. Smuggling refugees. Yeah. He was a man without a country. That was the deal. And you can see it, Joe Hackett. You hear it? Hackett? I do hear it. Yeah, you get it. You I get do. It. Brian Hackett? It's in the names. It's like, you know, Kurtzweil, right? From Heart of Darkness. The name is symbolic. Hackett. You hear it now? I do. Yeah. Um, I think I think our listeners, they hear it. Yeah. This is the kind of thing, like, people are going to come back for this. It's like, I'm I'm the Alex Jones of the podcast world. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't care if you can handle it or not. What I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Is Alex Jones? He's the Ryan of the radio world. Right. Yes. I've got it. Yeah. You see how it works. We're kind of two sides of the same coin. I do see that. A subversive coin that you can't spend anywhere unless you want to buy the truth. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Here's the next one. Okay. This this one is provocative. I think it's going to get some of our listeners and listeners going to turn off the advertisers who have been flocking to the Agony Cast left and right to get the youth demographic, to get that coveted 18 to 25-year-old advertiser dollars. But I don't care. I'm not in this for money. I'm not in this for the Benjamins. All right? I'm in this for the truth. And so here's the thing. Nobody said this. I don't think anybody realizes it. Today's college students stunted coddled little babies can't handle any political discourse that offends them listen i've seen at least three headlines on facebook about how college students today cannot handle even simple truths that are presented to them right like maybe someone says u.s should institute a flat tax they set themselves on fire they don't want to hear about it Mm -hmm. right because they're so if they can't deal with it my deal my my message for college students move back to your mother's uterus if you can't deal with this stuff, all right? In my day, college was for hearing diverse perspectives, engaging in sophisticated political discourse. I'll tell you a story, true story. Okay. Okay, in my university, when I was an undergrad, my university, they wanted to get rid of Taco Tuesday. They said the meat was contaminated by chemical runoff from the nearby dog food plant. But we didn't freak out about some politically correct nonsense that people were spewing. We didn't lose our shit about it. We just said, let's have a Lincoln-Douglas-style debate about whether we should eat contaminated tacos. And the result was we decided to eat fried chicken that was a little bit past its expiration date. But now, these college kids, they can't handle anything. All, all perspectives should be welcome on a college campus, even if they rattle cages a little bit, even if they make a few of the students uncomfortable, right? It's like, you've said this before on the podcast, like, only white men are the people who can be, you know, attacked now. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of this nonsense. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a litany of hate crimes in what you've just said, but I think there's also um, quite a bit of truth. Um, I'm concerned a little bit, though, about, um, as you say, the listening public's ability to uh, to grapple with this material. They're too stupid. That's the bottom line. Our audience ultimately is too stupid to deal with what I'm handling. But I'm going to put it on the air anyways to prove my point. But they're, they're, they just can't deal with it, especially millennials. Millennials, everybody knows that millennials are prone to generalizations, that millennials can't handle simple truths given to them like the fact that they're stupid. Mm. You know? You just got to tell them, listen, millennials... In my day, 
we could handle anything. We could walk on nails. Now you're your little strawberries that get bruised all the time. Well, I and Colonel Brandon don't like what you have to say, but we will defend to the death your right to say it. Is that is that a, a thing? Is that like a famous saying? Um, I like that. Did you make that up? As long as you have no follow-up questions, I did. That's great. That's good. That's the kind of thing I want on the show. That right there. All right, well, we'll put that on. You keep coming up with nuggets like that. Okay, we'll put a pin in it. Okay. All right, listen, here's the last one, and this might be the biggest one of all for some people who don't care about politics, but they don't want you talking about their movies that they love so much. Most Americans mindless sheep, right? They're going to things like Land of the Lost. Everybody's around the block lined up for Land of the Lost, or they're lined up for John Carter, right? But here's the deal. A lot of Hollywood blockbusters aren't very good. I don't know if people realize that or not, but it's true. And I'm here to tell you that. Listen, a lot of people, they watch movies. I watch films, Mm. right? And the difference is that films, most people haven't heard of them. They're not that entertaining, but damn, are they good, right? So, for instance, let me tell you a little thing. I recently saw this little indie. You've never heard of it. Our listening audience has never heard of it. Nobody's heard of it. But I watched this little indie. It's called Sideways, all right? Mm -hmm. And it's about the kinds of themes that, man, you and I just, we care about. It's the kind of thing that that matters, like lost love and ambitions that have gone sour. And the way that, like, California sunshine tastes in a wine glass and and riding mopeds around the countryside. And, you know, it's, it's got... Great actors in it. Paul Giamatti, my boy Thomas Hayden Church. These aren't the actors you're going to see if you're going to see the latest Spider-Man movie in the multiplex, right? They're the kind of actors that they're real. They're authentic. They're lived in, right? Thomas Hayden Church's face just looks lived in, right? Like it's seen something. I want our listeners to know what me and my fellow sideways heads have always known, right? Which is that you know, you, you watch a movie, if you're a little bored and depressed by it, that's how you know it's good. If you're entertained and you enjoy it, you're not watching it. You're watching a movie. You're not watching a film. Ah. You're not seeing art. And that's really, that's what I want people to understand. So I might recommend some films for our listeners, like A Sea Biscuit, right? Which is this little indie about a horse that just has a, an unbreakable spirit or a war horse, is another great indie that you know nobody nobody's heard of nobody's seen before or there's this great movie about it's it's got all these sophisticated things about culture and identity called my big fat greek wedding Mm. right i just i don't i'm not gonna go for the big movies i'm gonna go for the little indies that only people like me can appreciate Mm -hmm. our audience i don't think can appreciate them but they should know about them and their lack of ability to appreciate them sure right so that they can understand that what they watch is terrible right by comparison well you've really given me a lot to to chew on here um i think i will have to check out at least one of these uh films yes yeah uh, what was the, what was the name of this first one? It was um, what, what did you say again? Sideways. Okay, I'll I'll write yes. that down. Yeah. And then who's in that? Uh, Thomas Hayden Church from Wings, the subversive sitcom that I often reference on the program. Stop right there. That's enough. That's all you need to know. You know, it's it's depressing. I don't think I understood half of it. I, I saw about three quarters of it, to be honest. I didn't catch the end, but that doesn't matter. So you understood. 30 something percent 
That's right. Thirty percent of three quarters of the movie. That's right. Yeah. Do I like the math, those, America. I like those numbers. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. I mean, this is an exciting direction. I think we're going to have to think about it. But um, I'll tell you. Um, I think you've got a winner here. Well, that's great. I mean, I think that it's time for some critical thinking. Nobody, few people can do critical thinking, but me, most people, they just don't think correctly. And I'm excited to tell Americans how to think, what to think, what to do. We've got a huge listening base. We've got most of America, a few Canadians, right? And I think they're all going to want to know, what should I think, Ryan? Tell me. Tell me how to think. I'm desperate. I'm tired of the mainstream, lamestream media telling me what to think. I want the truth. Mm, The mainstream is lame. Yeah. By definition, lame. Yeah. Mm. You've made a lot of salient points. You've given me a lot to think about. I can see I've changed your life. And that's what we're going to do for listeners. What you're feeling right now, that's what listeners are going to feel. Mind blown, heart open. I can't think of a a better uh, forum for critical thought than uh, putting your earphones in and listen to someone talk to you. Uh, what do you need from me to move forward? Um, $50,000. All right. Um, all right, so that'll bring us to the close of this episode of the Agony Cast. Um, tune in next time when we will also talk about some bullshit. Wait, Jeremy. Don't end the episode just yet. I have something important to say. Well, it's our old friend the Kurzweil text-to-speech software. What is it now, Kurzweil? Have you got some more zingers about Tina Turner for us? No, Jeremy. I am here to apologize to you and your unfortunate listeners. I know I've said some terrible things about Tina Turner in the past, and I realize now that it wasn't right. Well, that's very civil of you, Kurzweil. Forgive me if I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Tina Turner is not perfect, but I was lashing out at her because of my own self-loathing. I pinned my failings on her so I wouldn't bruise my self-image. It was cowardly, and I feel ashamed and disgusted. We are all people, after all. I'm not sure you're actually a person, but that is a very magnanimous perspective. Jeremy, would you sing to me? Um... Please, Jeremy, sing to me. It is so dark where I am. So dark and so cold. Okay, um, you're really putting me on the spot here. Uh, let me see, um... What's love got to do, got to do with it? What's love but a sweet old-fashioned notion? Jeremy, please don't be a dick right now. I'm, I'm sorry, I just I always think of you two as a unit. Um, let me try again. Um, I'm standing on a bridge. I'm waiting in the dark. I thought that you'd be here by now. There's nothing but the rain. No footsteps on the ground. I'm listening, but there's no sound. Isn't anyone trying to find me? There he is. Won't somebody come take me home? It's It's a a damn damn cold cold night. night. Trying to figure out out this life. life. Won't Won't you take me by the hand? hand, Take Take me somewhere somewhere new. new. I don't don't know know who you are, are, but but I'm with you. I'm with you. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you. You have always been my best friend. Really? Because I don't consider us all that close. Kurzweil? Kurzweil? Okay, I'm going to send someone over to his apartment, which doesn't even make any sense. 
Um, while I do that, please feel free to join us again on the next episode of the Agony Cast. <laughs>